Have you made an honest review? Jump onto fifthwrist.com and read real takes by real owners about their watches. And of course, get involved and write about what's on your wrist. Fifthwrist.com is your independent space to talk watches. Hi there, and welcome back to the Rob and the Regulator show on Fifth Wrist Radio. I'm here with the watch regulator. Alex, how are you? I'm very well, Rob. It's good to be back. We're supposed to do it last night. You had another storm. Yeah, it wasn't a storm, but it was quite a heavy, heavy rain. Uh, yes. So, yeah, here we are today. It's all good. Beautiful sunny day again. today. <laughs> what did you say? Here we what? <laughs> Reunited again. Reunited once more. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm so happy about that. Um, Even though you tried to talk me out of doing, you told me to quit podcasting earlier on today about <laughs> an hour ago. <laughs> Well, it was sort of tongue in cheek. I just didn't want you to get the sack. Everything, everything's a bit shaky these days. So I thought, you know, I didn't want to be responsible for you. Um... Anyway, <laughs> everything is shaky, but I like the the rest of of life. If everything is going well, I'm doing terribly. I thrive in shaky. <laughs> the shakier, the better. That's what I'm going to say. Good, good. I, I think I tend to as well. I'm discovering that really since I've been, this has been shaky since I started my business here a year and a bit ago. Uh, but we're surviving and it's, it's thriving. It's even, even. So, um, yeah, all, all's, all's good, I suppose. All, all we can do, everyone's in the same boat. Um, yeah, that's what, yeah. That's the spirit. That's the spirit of yeah, that yeah, yeah. positivity we all love. You've got to be positive. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're just a whinging bastard, no one listens to you anyway. Um, they don't. I try and keep leave my whinging bastard side for back in back in Scotland. <laughs> Which is where it goes down quite well, I'm sure. Yeah, everyone loves that back there. Everyone <laughs> loves a whinging bastard. That's our kind of our national treasure is all the whinging bastards mm-hmm. back in Scotland. Anyway, so enough about though, whinging bastards. Enough of that. <laughs> yeah. And that, since we're 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 gonna stay on track, I'm getting more and more organized. This is no good. We need to be less less um <laughs> less uh structured but i'm gonna ask you get that out of the way what are you drinking first i am um, i've got like a tiny bit of canadian club left but I've got, another, I've got a yeah like a tiny tiny bit but i've got a gin and tonic waiting to to, to be tagged in to the <laughs> tagged into the fight right when you say a tiny but you've got a half a schooner left or something no no i really do have like by the, t- by the time we we do wrist checks it, it'll be gone okay Fine. What are, you, what are you drinking, Rob? I've got the old Glen Goyne again, the old single malt Glen Goyne. Um, I do have a couple of other bottles I haven't cracked, but this I've brought this bottle out to my studio, my recording studio. Um, oh. And so it's here at, at hand. So when I come out and I forget to bring something, I can just quickly prepare myself a little a little scotch and, and, and be on with it, basically. So it's kind of convenient. Um, okay, quick, quick question. Yeah. Since the world's ending, we all know the mm-hmm. world's ending. Mm-hmm. What's the last bottle of booze? What's the thing you're saving for like the very end? <laughs> uh, um, I've got a few dodgy beers in there and a bit of uh, grenadine juice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're going to go out? No. Talk about going out in style. Jesus no, Christ. I've got a. Um, no, I'm not really big on um, flash booze like you guys. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not Scotch. I'm not really. Um, uh i do have a bottle of uh vintage bottle of champagne i know that sounds a bit over the top um oh, what kind of champagne is it the pickle 
only Verve. Only, yeah, that's kind of my... It is vintage. That's, that's it's vintage Verve, yeah. Why is it going to be the William Buster open come the apocalypse? And it's, exactly, it's, yeah. It's corked or something. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing my luck, that's what'll happen, but it won't matter, really. really. Um, I've, I've got a bottle of whiskey that um, I got from a friend at, at work. Um, another one of the watchmakers showed to, to Chris. And it's he bought some big selection of Game of Thrones whiskey. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, those ones. And he, so he bought all this whiskey and he couldn't sell any of it. So I bought one of them and it was like the whatever the most unpopular family is from Game <laughs> of Thrones, the ones that like just loads of incest right, yeah. and that kind of crap. Oh, I was oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that one and then no one else will buy that one and it'll be It'll be like the Paul Newman Daytona or something of of uh, exactly, of whiskeys. Yeah. No one, no one, will, no one will buy it. And then in the future, uh, mm-hmm. it'll be very expensive. But unfortunately, now I'm going to yeah. have to drink that as my <laughs> my final whiskey uh, as the world as the world. Sad. I know, I know. <laughs> so I don't not familiar with all the game. I did read a couple of books. I didn't see anything. I didn't even start watching it because I knew if I it'd be a sort of a rabbit hole. But um. I, I'm not familiar with all the families, but it's sort of like the Hufflepuff uh, in the Harry Potter series. I think. <laughs> yeah. What no one wants to be. <laughs> okay. Exactly. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I suppose you've got to have. I didn't really think about the last bottle and the apocalypse type bottle, but um, yeah, I guess that's that's what well, I have. Champagne. You've got to share that with people. Bugger that. No, nah, not really. No, no. I've cracked a bottle of champagne myself, and 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 and. When it's in Europe, you don't really. It's just like a normal wine over there, really. If you have it chilled and the right the right occasion, you don't need to share it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> probably wouldn't last quite as long as a bottle of scotch, for example. Um, I do have some other Japanese whiskey that I've got stashed away. I don't even know what it's called. They're all Suntory brands, but I don't. Yeah. It's got some little quirky little weird bottle. Um, yeah, I could find that, but yeah. Look out <laughs> for the next podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What, what, what watch are you wearing, Rob? <laughs> um, you know I'm not a Rolex fanboy. Oh, my um, God. You were yeah, a Rolex. Yeah. Sake. What the uh, hell? It really is end of days. It is end of days. I'm preparing. Yeah, I'm getting, yeah, we're getting to that point. Um, it's actually a Daytona, the, uh, the white dial 116500. It's the one everyone wants. Um, Shut up. Is it really? Is that what you've yeah. got? Yeah, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, yeah, I have a mate who wants to sell it. This watch is for sale. I put a plug in right now. Oh, excellent. <laughs> it's going to go up on my website. Um, I'm supposed to be taking photos of it right now as we talk, and I'm not because I'm here talking yeah. instead. But I will be tonight, and then it'll go on my website. Um, Rob, so you your phone. Put, put your uh, phone on silent. You got it in vibrate, I, don't you? You need to have I, it fully silent. Know. Listen, I put it on silent. Okay, I thought, what's going on? He's got his phone vibrating for a second there, but. Uh, <laughs> Was a reminder. It, it just ah uh, okay. I'll let, right. I'll let you off then. Yeah, okay, so you got that. you got a Daytona. How much are you no, selling it for? I think the guy's a little optimistic, but he is a good friend, and um, he does have a the only fitting Rolex original Jubilee bracelet that goes with it. Um, oh, nice, yeah. Yeah, so he's trying to get around forty. It'd be over forty thousand anyway. Forty thousand. Um, yeah. As, as he, does he know that Rolex factories just closed? These things are worth about $200 now. No, they're so, going up. Like, yeah, they're worth 200000 That's what they... I suppose, actually. <laughs> Depends you look yeah. at it. Yeah. Well, mm. Yeah. Don't worry. Well, 
But with yeah, the consider no, all... that's a good point, actually. You could be onto something. I think we're onto something. I'd consider all offers. It's not mint, because uh, he did wear it for a year or so, but then it just got too expensive for him. And this was, yeah, this is, uh, you know, these, this day and age, you know, people looking for cash, basically. So um, I've got this to sell and uh, a nice Pepsi as well that his wife wore, um, which I'll be putting on um, later on. So, yeah, I'm sort of just... ceramic? No, 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 an old one. Yeah, an old one, which I actually prefer. It's, I forget what year that one is, actually. I should I should know. It's probably know, late 90s or something, um, mid-90s. Yeah, so this is kind of different. I'm kind of – I thought I'd put it on to sort of try and get used to it and see see you know, what all the hype was about. Yeah. I must admit I'm not really feeling it yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a shit job of selling this watch. I was, no, about no. To, I was about to give you crap about, like, you've been on for five minutes and already you're trying to move some, some body watches. <laughs> But the fact you suck so bad at yeah. selling your own watches. Exactly. Exactly. Like I'll let yeah. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Yeah, well, just let people know. You know, it's here. You know, yeah. Yeah. I won't be taking calls for the next hour or so, but come <laughs> after that. <laughs> no, it's just not my really. It's my scene. I mean, I don't mind it, but I wouldn't. You know, it doesn't really do it for me. Um, but I know lots of people. Yeah, it does. That's their dream watch. So whatever floats your boat, really. Yeah, slightly out outside my price range. Um, Say, yes. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting for the world to burn and the prices to crash. Mm-hmm. And I do well, feel slightly confident that they're going to crash a, a, a little bit at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe not yes. down to retail. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the crazy thing when you can just the world's burning and you're like, finally we can buy Rolex <laughs> at, at, at only 10% over retail. That's when you know. Yeah, really these are really oh. bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true. No, it's um, that's how it is basically. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what are you wearing? I've got a watch that cannot go down in value. <laughs> I've got my um, cat. Oh, that one again. On again. Okay. Um, I had to change. I thought it was broken. I went to put it on. It stopped. So I was like, oh, oh change change the battery on it. It's Right. Back to life and taking away, ah, taking away very, very loudly. And yeah, I, I was able to, to um, watch the YouTube video. and um, How to change the battery. How mm-hmm. to change the battery. Once I got it in the right way, it's, it's back to life. <laughs> I hope you paid, you paid retail for the battery, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Mm. <laughs> what? Well, I did. Okay. I from a shop. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure he did. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's good. Okay. Let me just have a little sip of my Glen Goyne here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm onto my gin and tonic now, actually. So, so mm. still no call from any Canadian companies. club, whatever it is. Mm. That's kind of strange, isn't it? Um, I guess strange? they're feeling the pinch as well. Oh, the mm. people, the, the booze company's not getting back there. Oh, yeah. I messaged. Yeah. Um, Bundaberg. Actually, man, I don't know why. I must have I must have drunk so much that I felt incredibly confident about making an arse of myself. So I was like, I sent him a message. I was like, hey, okay. well, how how would you feel about maybe firing some? Uh, and this is obviously not none of this booze is going to go anywhere near you. This is just going to be all for me. Maybe if they sent me a case, I'd send you like a bottle or something. 
But um, I was like, uh, how how would you feel about uh, sending some? This is your show. Yeah, so make your own calls about the sponsorship. I said, uh, how would you feel about sending some uh, alcohol to our uh, watch podcasts? I think if they only listened and realized how much I drink, they would would be all over it. (laughs) They're missing out. They just don't listen. It's unbelievable. Mm, It's just a lack of it on on their point uh, and their part, but what can you do? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, are we going to talk about actual watches or what, what are we talking about tonight, Rob? Since it's no, just keep talking about alcohol, I think. Just keep talking yeah. about alcohol. That's fine. And we'll try and get some. No, well, watches. Um, yeah, we could. Uh, my, 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 I was going to say when I was talking about this this Rolex on my wrist that's for sale. <laughs> um, my office is looking a bit like an Aladdin's cave right now because I've got the other Rolex. I've got a few Tudors longer and I've got my dad's AP, the one with oh. the. Yes, the one that's been that I gave him for his birthday a few years back. He's a um, Gansmith Tyson 15300, uh, which is uh, sort of in bits in front of me here or beside me, my desk. I'm putting a new bracelet on and a few different things. It's, yeah, um, it's here and they've just gone nuts with the prices recently. So I should maybe put them on safe, I guess, before I go to bed tonight. Um, but I'll probably. Anyway, are you going to post, um, a, post a picture of it on on your Instagram so people can have a look? Because I want to have a look at it, see what it looks like. Oh yeah, I've got. I took some pictures yesterday of the of the flex in the in the bracelet. It's unbelievable compared to the new one. Um, yeah, it's impressive. Can you have but, it re, refurbed? The actual pins and stuff in it, or no, no. What do you mean the, no? The little, no, I mean, I mean, no, I was in no. Yeah, <laughs> they'll just sell you a new bracelet, which they did. You know, I paid two and a half thousand Swiss francs for a new bracelet and it's sitting here in front of me as well. I have the new and the old. Um, yeah. And it's, it's quite worn though. Those little, the little, uh, the tiny links, if you you know, an AP strap, the bracelet, the, 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 there's the links and then there's a little, the little links in between the links, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. They really wear, wear quite, wear uh, quite, quite, quite severely. Um, and you can, they elongate the holes like quite, quite big. So the pin, yeah. it's not really the pin, it's just, um. Yeah, it just always resilience. Irrecuperable, um, as I say in French, <laughs> which is just not recuperable. <laughs> under under 15 minutes, Rob uses first French phrase. Let me just write yes, that down. Yeah, yeah I've got it. Right. Okay. Yeah. You must be able to refurb it. You must be with laser welding and stuff now. Yeah, you but have you have to, to pull it apart to, to laser weld it. There's, it's not. It's all in one piece. You know, it's all laser yeah, welded. Yeah, no, but someone start. else can do it. Yeah, surely some you can send that away. Otherwise, it's if you put a new bracelet on it, it's not going to look the same as the old, as the old watch. Though it's going to be like shiny alloy wheels and an E-type jag. It's yeah, but let me finish. Look. Okay, go on then. You bought a <laughs> new old stock, didn't you, you bastard? You bought some new old stock. No, I'm going to refurbish the case. That's, that's the easy part. Well, actually, when I, when I say case, I mean I'm going to – I shouldn't be saying this because AP will never service any of my watches again. <laughs> but um, I'm going to just uh, do a light refurb on the front of the bezel, the very front part of the bezel, and the um, – not the polished uh, angled part. And then the the two planes which drop off uh, – you know, to the bracelet basically, which you know are a follow-on of the of the the line going up from the bracelet basically uh, on those edge sides of the watch. I'll, I'll I'll show you a photo. Send you a photo. <laughs> it's easy. 
harder to describe if someone, especially if someone doesn't know the watch, they won't have the clue what I'm talking about. So are you going to um, do old old school style with the little sticks and no, it well, it's all by hand, um, but it'll be on. Uh, you know, I'll be sticking emery on 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 a piece of perspex to keep it flat, and then just yep. doing the um, yeah. I don't even know what it's called in English. I'm not going to not going to say it in French because you'll have a go at me again. Um, but I can. I will anyway. I'm going to tirer les traits, which is... <laughs> it's a shame we're not doing video because the 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 wanking hand motion I'm doing just now isn't able to be picked up over <laughs> over audio. But if we were, you could see by a little action and how I actually do it with the watch and everything. You could see everything, and it'd be just it'd be amazing. But anyway, you can't. So too bad. But I'm going to yeah. I'm going to give a really light refurb. To the case so that it at least matches a little bit the the new bracelet are you gonna have so to, to break the case down into parts to to do it i'll have to take them out yeah and take them front off i've already taken it i mean i've got access to the back I've, i took the back off already um had a fiddle with it was just a there was a problem with the time like a major problem with the timekeeping and um i just gave this <laughs> uh the technical term is you give the spring a poke yeah, and <laughs> sort of just drag it out flat as it was was sort of all cobbled up a bit. Was had a shock and the spring was over, you know, doubled over on itself a little bit. The hairspring, um, that's all running fine now. It's beautiful. It was it was just wasn't running at all. Had no power reserve because you know the spring was nowhere near the full. Um, oh, so it was just tangled up a little it bit. Should have been so it was it was uh, yeah, it's tangled up basically. Yeah, I remember the and first I time thought, seeing it. Here we go. I'm gonna up. have to really. I remember the first time seeing yeah. tangled up uh, hairspring and thinking, oh god, this is this is going to be difficult. And then someone <laughs> watchmaker yeah. just went, took the watch, just bashed it on their knee, and then looked yeah. at it again. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. And I was like, oh god, I was I had my my um, hairspring tweezers out and everything. They're like, what the hell are you doing with those? You did that is the last thing you need. Need you just need your put them, thigh put number four tweezers back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just a quick bang in the leg. There you go. Um, but have you got uh, gaskets and stuff? Well, I didn't. I, I mean, I had tried that when it was before opening it up, but nothing. <laughs> it didn't work, so I just yeah, have a, had a little bit of a play with it, and off it went. So all's well that ends well. But yeah, have you got gaskets and stuff? Are you going to reseal it all? Uh, it's, it's got a decent big gasket around top and bottom anyway, so I'll I'll check those, and then I will um, I'll put some uh, fond blanc on them. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, <laughs> you know, it's dad's watch. So, um, if it goes pear shaped or doesn't work again, I'll, I'll have another play with it or else I might even take it back to AP, but yeah, it's going to work well enough for him to wear, put it that way. He doesn't wear it at all, as much as he used to now. Um, we didn't even do the whole, when I gave it to him, did we the other day? We mentioned it and that was all. Well, go uh, into it just now. Yeah, no, well, it was, I mean, I'd been working there for, uh, when I started at AP back in, I don't know what year it was even, maybe 2007 or 8-ish, 7, I think. Um, and normally you had to be working there one year before you could buy a staff, I mean, a, a watch at staff discount, um, which was a considerable discount, I must say. And I hadn't quite been there a year, and I'd already put leave in, and I was coming back to Australia for my dad's birthday uh, like a big ticket the 70th birthday it was um and no hang on no that wasn't i wasn't coming back but i had friends going back i had my, my brother visiting or something or other so i 
I basically three, two or three months before I was eligible, I went and saw HR and, and they were kindly said, yeah, if you can go and buy it um, at this price, which was uh, yeah, silly price compared to retail. So I grabbed it and I wrote this big card, I sent it back for Dad's 70th, which we didn't come back for. Um, and I wrote a big card saying this is for, you know, we, we were farm kids and said so this is for all of the the vehicles I've written off, the things I've bent, the stuff I've done, the the, the, the fence posts I've taken out in my crazy driving and all the stuff. I just had this big half page worth of stuff I'd done. And this is basically, you know, and all the, the money you'd given me and the interest-free loans and the repayment-free loans and everything else while I was an apprentice and stuff. And I said, here you go, have this, have this watch. This is a watch that was... Um, you know, come out from, from 1972, the Royal Oak. I did the whole story, you know, the big PR thing. And, um, yeah, so my brother read that out, and he came to show this watch at his big, massive big party he had for his 70th with all the people. And he's been wearing it ever since. Of course, he just stuck it straight in his wrist. Um, I had adjusted it for his wrist and and proceeded to go about his daily farming business <laughs> with this watch on which was really, I mean, everything. And, and, and that's why this is actually, yeah, the third bracelet's had on it because the in the red dust out in the wheat belt in New South Wales at least it's really really fine dust and it gets in everything and on his quad and his motorbikes and stuff he just got in there and vibrated away until the bracelets almost just fell apart um so it's beyond beyond repair believe me but yeah he'd done you know the fencing with it and the welding and stuff and then it come back to the workshop when I'd moved on in AP to a different spot uh, in another workshop and I actually took it back myself and to get do, do a service on it um, because there's a problem with the movement lo and behold um, and the guys in the workshop saw it and they just almost had a heart attack you know with the welding spatter on the front bezel of this royal oak um, but anyway they swapped it all out for me and make it made it like a new one basically and um, then he put it back on he said he'd take it a bit easy try not to do any fencing or welding with it on um, and then in the last couple of years, he hasn't even worn it because it got so loose that he was scared that it was going to fall off. And then he by then he'd sort of picked up you know, the worth of these things. Um, so, yeah, I've just got – he's just back now. He's come to Perth and they've uh, bought it with him and I've, I'm going to sort of try and scrub it up a bit, make it like new for the next 10 years, I suppose. So, wait a minute, your, your dad's in Perth just now? Yes. Correct. Okay, we well, definitely post post a picture of it, like a wrist shot with your with your dad or something. <laughs> and it's it's yeah. there's something special about giving somebody a mm. watch, um, which I've been True. known to do from time to time when I've had too many too many drinks in me. But um, so you've been known to. Yeah, I've been yeah when uh, yeah when you take out and and that's nice. But I always tend to take a watch off my wrist and give it to to somebody, which shows the, the amount of alcohol I've got, on, got, got in me. But um, there's something really nice about giving someone a watch. And I know I did this. I did a similar letter to my mom apologizing for all the terrible things I did. There was no yeah. watch or gift accompanied with, with that letter, but she got a watch later on off my wrist when I was when I was sober. But, yeah, there's something really special about gifting a watch to someone and then getting to see them wear it over the coming years and having that that connection it's a really special thing i think of course, especially for guys mm-hmm. you can't get any more personal um you know it's because they've worn it it's been part of them for years and years and it's like a grandfather's watch being handed down you know, through generation same sort of deal and i'm hoping that's what this will be even though it's not a patek i'm not looking after it for the next generation um 
it's something that I hope, you know, well, either my kids or my brother's kids, hopefully my kids, <laughs> will get, um, you know, hand that down, basically, and it's a watch. It should be around for a long time. And I think the future generations will be a lot easier on it than my dad was, is, basically. So it might last a little while. But, yeah, definitely a, uh, it, was, it felt really good doing it, put it that way. Um, especially a, that sort of watch, which is an iconic watch anyway, even if he didn't really realise it, maybe. But I think he does now. He appreciates it and he's read the books and he's, he's seen the factory and stuff, so he knows. And I just said this morning, I was, he said, what are they worth now? And I sort of had a quick look online and said, well, you know, this is what they're selling them for. And he's, yeah, okay, so he's saying, well, sell it, quick, sell it. <laughs> Get some cash. Um, yeah. Are you there or what? Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm listening, listening. I thought you'd gone. It's, it's, I thought you'd no, gone it's, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's so nice to, yeah, it's just a really nice story to hear. Well, it's uh, kind of what made it better for me as well is because you know that um, you're not just okay. I, I'm not, I'm not dissing you know cheaper watches. I've got a lot of them, most of them, but, but this is, it's a watch which was iconic. It was worth something, especially for us guys that are in the industry. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it's a serious watch. Um, and to know this old guy's out there just driving around a tractor with it on, you know, doing his stuff, feeding the cattle. Um, not so much now because he's got a couple other watches and I've given him another watch which, to, to wear, you know, in his, in his day job and for special occasions and when they're going out or whatever, which is kind of rare for them. But um, at least you'll have this thing which is hopefully means something. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I know my, my dad's girlfriend got him a, a Submariner and that was like his dream dream watch being a big bond fan and and stuff like yep. that and she would talk about his nose being pressed against the the window at <laughs> mapping and webs in in glasgow and um she gave him this kind of prized prized watch as a as a gift and it's just yeah it's like it's what a what a wonderful thing to to do mm-hmm. for someone and she would she told me he would go in and he had this little child's sized toothbrush and he would take it in and he would clean it clean all the bracelets and stuff with the toothbrush and he would come out every time and say look it looks brand new again um <laughs> yeah. and there's just something really yeah for really sure. special about about doing something like that for someone so good, yeah, good on yeah. you rob you're not as much of a total bastard as i was no late. no i'm not i can be but i'm, I'm pretending you know, i'm a big softy down underneath all that or I had him in here. I was even in here this morning when I went inside and I said, "Look, I'm about, I'm about to pull the back off this watch and come and see all the gunk that's in it because it'll be." <laughs> and then I pulled the back off and it wasn't as bad as I thought. There was a bit of um, I said, "Oh yeah, there's a, the, the movement's a bit dirty, but that's the movement. It gets dirty." And he said, "What do you mean? It's all got seals and everything." I mean, I've, I've been out in the you know dirt and stuff, but I said, "No, no, no. It's not the dirt getting in. It's just the movement itself is has a few um, you know, a few disadvantages. Or yeah, it's one of those movements which, as we've t- spoken about before, um, it tends to." basically get itself dirty and it's um so i'll clean that up a little bit as well get the old rodico in there and <laughs> tidy it up and make sure all the make sure all the pivots and stuff have enough oil i think they do pretty much they all look pretty good so but he was you know keen to see the back and mum's out here as well she'd come out and um got the old camera out and she's flashing away like a paparazzi you know? oh god it's so, so adorable I guess she's never seen me at the bench actually working on stuff, you know. She, even in the 15, 20 years I've been mucking around with it, and when I was over there and stuff, and she knew I was working for some pretty big brands and doing stuff, and she saw photos probably online or whatever in magazines. But to actually, yeah, she's the first time she's been there and sticking an old, kicking a phone in, and, and she actually had a little camera here, I think, taking photos this morning. It was quite funny. 
Um, and then I've got, you know, I've got other stuff out. I've got my, I've made my layout out here. Oh, this is off, off on a tangent, but anyway, who cares? I've got my little layout, you know, my little thing of drawers, my AP thing of drawers. I've moved it out to the office now. And so I can, I'm opening up a few drawers and pulling out watches really nearly and showing us stuff from the two doors underneath and explaining the difference between a Pelagos two-liner and the new one and <laughs> why, they're, why they're much better and stuff. And they, they were just all ears. It was great. <laughs> I got my little loop on with my, you know, around my neck and, they thought I was a doctor. It's brilliant. Yeah. Anyway. They must be, they must be very proud. Especially, oh, I'm sure proud. Yeah. yeah. Very proud. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, they pretend they are. That's the main thing. Makes me feel good. Yeah. You okay. cry. <laughs> I, I wish I was. I wish I could cry. It's been so long since I cried. I don't know if it's all the alcohol has just numbed me to all human emotion. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah. Oh, it's a lovely story. Thanks for, for sharing that. Are we done yet? We are... <laughs> yeah, that's us. Where are we at? We're at 20 minutes. Jesus Christ. We haven't Seriously? even gotten to any of the... the right, okay, what, are the, what were the actual subjects that we briefly mentioned before um, before we came on? What are we going to talk about? We were going to talk about what were you going to talk about. Sorry, no, go. We, we did kind of mention the Rolex prices are going to go down because Rolex closed up, but it's, it's not super worth mentioning. I'm, I'm sure anyone who listens to the podcast knows that Rolex have, have closed up in in Switzerland so um, but all the brands are going to be exactly the same it's going to be all the same stuff so it's not really it's just people are talking about it more because it is actually Rolex um, and I'm sure that will reduce their output even more um, whether it kind of just covers the, the drop in sales that They've lost from China or not? Who knows? But um... well, I don't agree. I think they're, they're going to be more expensive. <laughs> so get in now and grab one. I mean, for example, there's this Daytona that I'm looking <laughs> here. <laughs> um, oh, look, I've spoken to people. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still yeah. here. <laughs> Every time it goes silent, because I'm. You can't keep thing. on asking. Are you there? Well, I, I never. Now I'm going on for five Anyway, professional. Okay, go on. Are you there? <laughs> well, I've been talking to people in Switzerland, in France. People have been texting me and stuff because they're they're you know they're two or three weeks ahead of us. Um, well, they're several months ahead of Perth, but ahead of Australia, um, and they're seeing it. You know, they they got a, a head start as far as all the corona. I was going to try and do a whole show without saying the word coronavirus, so we've screwed that. Yeah. Anyway, they yeah, they they're really they're taking it quite seriously, and they and they're um. You know, there's still divided opinion here. I just had a coffee with a, a guy, a big customer here in just a, a couple of hours ago, and um, he, he's just he's really skeptic about it all, and he just, he just hates it. He hates the whole thing. He'll shake your hand. He doesn't care. And But – and then there's the other way. We've got the doctors and stuff uh, looking at all statistics and saying something worse and worse and the doomsday – doomsdayers. Um, and so you got to sort of got to find a line in between, I guess. But um, but the Europeans and those who are amongst it and seeing it firsthand in France, for example, um, they're saying, you know, you should really you should be taking it to the next level. The government's not doing enough in Australia, rah rah rah. So it's kind of you know it's a bit it's a bit scary in a way. Um, but yeah, Rolex being a very conservative company, it doesn't surprise me at all because of, it's not just Rolex. It's I mean we see the stuff with Rolex closing the factories. But in Switzerland in general, it's a lot more. They're really, they're really um, 
you know, the taking it to the next level. It, it's a real, it's not quite lockdown, but almost for a lot of, in a lot of different situations, a lot of companies, uh, there's a lot of non-essential companies which are already closed, basically they have been this week and then the last week. So it doesn't really surprise me. And I hadn't, as I said before, I hadn't re realised, I hadn't looked on the big blogs uh, for a few days and I didn't realise that Rolex had closed, but it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. And um, I mean, obviously, as, as they have, don't have worries as far as the cash goes and the cash reserves because you know, yeah. it's probably numbers in the billions, but the people, and they're quite, they're quite conscious of, um, you know, being really conservative and, and you know, conscious of the health of their employees, which is good. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's the feeling I get is the 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 brands. I'm I'm not getting the the feeling about cutting costs back just yet. And I remember we did that great podcast when we were all half pissed, and um, I was saying predicting the that everything was going to end, which mm -hmm. I still think might be might be true. Oh, it's an um, But um, yeah, I just I. I get the feeling that the brands are thinking more about how they can bounce back quickly after things start to pick up again. That's the yes. that's the kind of feeling I've got. But someone actually messaged me, someone that's helped me with the, the website, my uh, Brazilian friend, Juliana, who now works and, and lives in, in Switzerland. She right. messaged me and she said, it feels a bit like we're about to go to war. That's... Mm -hmm. What, that's the kind of general feeling they've got there um, in, in, in Switzerland. And considering Switzerland avoided all the, all the wars by just <laughs> yeah. taking sides with everyone, I'm, yes. not sure how, I'm not sure how they do that <laughs> in this instance. Um, but, yeah, I, I get the feeling, yeah, that there, there's, there's certain, a certain amount of more forward thinking than maybe the rest of the world, that they're maybe thinking a couple of steps ahead rather than just reacting to what everyone else in the world is doing they're yes. thinking more about okay once this happens then we can bring people back online or it's better mm -hmm. to protect the workforce just now so we can bring them back in later on and they'll be ready to go straight away once china bounces back we're ready to, yes. to rock again because i guess it's keeping that luxury industry going and turning over that's the important thing. They don't want to get people out of the habit, if you like, of purchasing luxury luxury items, because um, mm -hmm. that is a it is a habit for a lot of people. The, the luxury lifestyle. So I guess they don't want that to be to be an issue. Exactly, exactly. You're exactly right for once. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, you're quoting your friend and you were <laughs> saying what she said, but um, yeah, no, it, it, they're very. Um, Okay, they're conservative, which sometimes puts them behind the eight ball a little bit. Um, very conservative and and um, and risk averse. So mm. that's why they're thinking ahead. That strategically, they're and they're and they're not. They're quite clever. They've got some really clever people running the companies over there because they're international companies and they can find good good people. Um, not that we can't here, but you know you've really got all of the big. Or a lot of CEOs and that that type of people and the highly educated people, um, yeah, they they want to they want to have Switzerland on their CV and, that, and so they really gather in, in I mean you know classic brilliant management on a lot of big companies and Rolex for example, so yeah even though they're conservative um, they they do they're really good strategic thinkers 
uh, and sometimes too good. But in this situation we have right here, it's perfect for them. You know, they, they, they are thinking ahead, basically, uh, and a long way ahead. So I think um, some of the some of the other governments could probably take take a leaf out of their book and sort of start doing a bit of their own thinking as well. Not mentioning any names, but <laughs> <laughs> how how true is it? I was speaking to a watchmaker last in the last week, and he said the easy thing for the watch brands to do in Switzerland um, would be to just cancel visas for watchmakers. He said because they're so interlocked, interconnected with the the Swiss government. And he said Ooh. most of the watchmakers in Switzerland are not actually Swiss. They're from yeah. other European countries and they're all there on kind of temporary visas or kind of long-term-ish visas. The majority of Swiss people don't actually do watchmaking in Switzerland. They work for the brands more in management and administration and the kind of non-watchmaking side of things. So his thoughts or, or concerns where the, the the watch companies could just say okay cancel those visas those people get sent home they're not there claiming benefits or anything on on from the swiss government it protects um the companies and then six months a mm-hmm. year down the line they can still bring the people back in the people are still going to be want want to do watchmaking they still mm-hmm. want to work for the big brands but in the meantime they've gone home and stayed with their parents or yeah basically retreated to to kind of nurse their wounds if you like how how true is that as someone who's worked in switzerland for for the brands what's the the percentage and i know it was a while ago for you but what's the, um, the, the kind of makeup of swiss people actually doing watchmaking um especially with so much mass production in the watchmaking world now it's not it's not the artisan skill in a, in a lot of companies that it used to be so what's the 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 makeup if you like of nationalities it's funny you always manage to put me on the spot and i've got to start making up figures um but because it depends where where that where this person was talking about different regions have different makeups of the workforce as well um but you know these these sort of the visas and the 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 the, uh here we go here we go again the the frontalier the people that come across the 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 frontier the the border from france notably uh, into for example the la vallée du area they you know they've been doing this for years and years and years they've been active war almost to 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 stop those visas or just it's not really um you know it's agreements between france the french government and the swiss government there's all sorts of um bilateral agreements and, and that's that's a pretty big one um having these this workforce and but some fact some some it really changes from brand to brand for example a, a company which when i was there was a thousand people uh it probably would have been more i'm not sure about now but um and that would have been 90 percent okay again uh, a lot of of french workers are coming to there apart from the management level a lot of those uh, workshop working people were french and so, you, know, you know almost all of the people doing the watchmaking were french audemar piguet about what five k's away maybe a bit more um there was maybe 10 percent were french so it was totally different different dynamic and different um different proportions and that was they were big on you know local workforce people uh, recruiting 
apprentices, uh, Swiss apprentices. Um, so, okay, and I think by the time I left, I think I misquoted this the other day. I said it was probably it was probably 800 people by the time I left, AP even. Um, it was kind of a pretty big company. But there's a lot of in between, you know, and up in um, different areas in the Jura and in, 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 I'm sure, in Schaffhausen and Zurich, for example, and all the stuff that happens there, it's pretty much a lot of Swiss people. Um, French here in, in Geneva, a lot more French people, definitely. Um but still a decent amount of Swiss watchmakers. Uh, I knew a few of them, but uh, yeah, I guess there will be more more French. But you, you're only talking about you know French and Swiss. You're not talking about Italians or Spanish. You've got a few yeah. of those come up yeah. as well, but they're there on, on working visas anyway, or they've been there a long time, or they have family connections. It's kind of a funny system because of the um, – the permanent residency visa system in Switzerland, you know, it depends if you're, you're, if you're born, you can be born there and not have a Swiss passport. It's not like America where you're born into it, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's, if it, may, it makes a difference if you're first generation or second generation, and it's really quite complicated. Um, or if you're married to a Swiss person, and if the person, the Swiss person you're married to is a first generation or third generation, and then so on and so on. Mm. It's really complicated. Um, so... They could do it across the board, um, but as I said, it'd be a pretty serious thing. It, it, it's, 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 if it's not an act of war, it, 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 it's, it's a, you know, I'd, well, I don't know. I might be wrong. Maybe it is that bad. Um, At the end of the day, surely it's what what needs to be done to protect the Swiss watch industry and those companies, though. So if those companies say we need these people gone, surely they've got. So who's going to gonna do gone. the watches? But who's going to do the watches when they are gone? Well, if they're, if yeah, if they're closed down, then what does it, what does it matter? It's if there's no watches to be made. I mean, I, I remember watching a documentary years ago, and it was about the 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 people who would come into the into Switzerland to do all the the kind of labor, the manual labor, yes. the building work, and they were mm-hmm. all Eastern European people, yeah. yep. and they would bust them over the border on a daily basis they would do the work and then they'd bust them back out and they lived in these kind of transient villages if you like mm-hmm. on the other side of the border in these kind of not quite shanty towns but in shithole hotels and stuff yeah, and, yeah, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. and they just had absolute zero rights but they'd be working there for a, a year two years three years mm-hmm. on these projects and that's just yeah. how they were treated and it was man Manual labor for the Swiss of so poorly they just had yeah. they had no time for it. It was it was purely a commodity that they could yes. turn they could turn the tap on or off yeah. as they saw fit, and there was no regard for for the the human part of it. Um, and mm. it, that always stuck in my head. So when this guy said most of the watchmakers are are French and they can just yeah they're not going to be concerned about. Kicking them out of the country if they don't need them. Yeah, well, theoretically, yeah, it's possible. And I think you'll see a massive difference. I mean, you know, you're talking about your your, your big, big boss, Swatch Group, and, um, you know, saying that he's he's thinking about the families and the workers and their their best interests and stuff. And then, and and brands like that are sort of still the big independents, like AP or whatever. And then you've got big group brands and Richemont brands um, who may not be, you know, they're more of a bottom line sort of setup where they're more worried about the figures and the and the shareholders. And I think that's where you probably see that see that happen first. Mm. I don't think you're going to see it with even 
well, I think it's going to sit with a Rolex because, as I said, the cash reserves are silly. But, um, yeah, there are brands, definitely. I'm, I might be looking at your, uh, your Richemont Group brands um, that would, if anyone's going to start it, that's that's probably the guys that would. Um, and it all comes down to the public public traded companies, which is, I guess, to a degree is Swatch Group as well. But um, they should have a few cash reserves, so I wouldn't worry too much about them. But still, yeah, so it's, it's a possibility. And I know in the past and historically, definitely the Eastern Europeans, the Italians come to do their, all their digging and tunneling and building bridges and building stuff. And, and some of them stayed. You know, but um, yeah, it's been a been a big thing, and they have they have got a bit of a bad rep for shipping them in and out. I don't think uh, it's it's quite the same now, but yeah, theoretically, they, they could do it. Um, but then when they want to pick it up again and get going again, are they going to want to drag them back in and expect them to 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 be loyal to them, to the brands? So they're kind of at both well, ways, I don't think. What else are the people going to do? If you're a watchmaker, you're a, you're a watchmaker. You're not, well, you're going to go go someplace else and and do the same the same thing. I guess you can, but if you have a, a lifestyle or you're used mm. to working for a certain salary, what you want yeah. to go back to your little village in, in France and try and find a, a job doing, doing watch repairs. It's, but I, I guess at the end of the day in, in this kind of uneasy climate, everyone's in kind of self-preservation mode, whether it be individuals or companies, yeah. everyone's yeah. trying to mm-hmm. try and be respectful, but everyone's looking out for themselves yeah, to a great to a great extent. So I can't really blame them. They mm-hmm. they're the ones that know how much money they've got in the bank and how long yeah, they course. can survive for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see possible future, especially in the immediate future, the way things are changing pretty much every single day. I can yes. definitely see other things other things going on. I think Rolexes is probably the first the first of many. I think the people who mm-hmm. move first actually are the ones that are going to survive and get through the other the other end pretty yeah. much unscathed mm-hmm. and as we said before we started recording rolex and swatch definitely have a an air about them of survivors yes um and making it through the other side so i guess we'll just have to wait and see if we're all alive at the other end of this how things pan out exactly that's if we're alive and the thing is with these big brands i don't forget and the whole industry is that they're used to shutting down for four weeks at a time in the middle of summer anyway they do it anyway and it's just they're just bringing that forward or they're bringing you know putting that putting those processes back into place to scale back and shut down that they're really a skeleton staff in in july august august especially uh, you can't get anything done in a watch factory in August in Switzerland. Forget it. You know, it's it's, a, it's the middle of their summer holidays. They're all down in Spain or south of France or wherever, um, yeah. or traveling back to their families if they. So, yeah, I mean, they, they 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 do it anyway. It's not like here where everything's just ongoing all the time and we sort of have a few breaks, a few years, uh, weeks off here and there. They they really shut down properly in summer, and so they you know bring it forward, do it twice a year. Uh, the, the the processes are there anyway, so it's a matter of planning, I suppose, and strategic thinking. So, yeah, I think the the big ones like Rolex and Omega are probably the best best place to do it anyway. Um, but yeah, you'll see casualties for sure. There'll be the big companies that won't last. That'll if if this goes on and on for for weeks or months, then there's watch companies that'll go bust, just like there's airlines that'll go bust. So it's sort of a timing thing. I think it's you got to try and hang in there for as long as you can. But who knows what's going to happen? It's a bit it's really, you know, anyone's guess. 
I love making as many wild predictions as I can. So six months, <laughs> six months from now, when we're sitting back drinking my uh, Game of Thrones limited edition whiskey, I can be, I can really hit out with so many I told you so's, and also go back and exactly. play these things back and say, remember that time Robbie mm-hmm. called me, called me an idiot and said I was making stuff up. Well, no, no. there you go. I don't need that to call you an idiot, but um, yeah, that's, true. that's fine. But but yeah, no, you're probably right. I, I'm going to hedge my bets as well and say, yeah, you're probably right, but you're probably wrong. <laughs> it's too late about hedging your bets. The other podcast, you're like, it's going to be fine. You're like, I'll probably still be over in Basel. No, well, any yeah, day now, I'll be over there. And I was like, well, I'm not so sure, Rob. And you're like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I said I mean I didn't say which year. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's all about the details. Okay, let's let's wrap up all the the misery and doom and gloom. I know okay. I've, I've vented all the the Scottish miserable blood in me for the uh, for this particular episode. Have we got what something else to stuff? say? Or yeah, wrap, I know. Wrap like, up I'm, so, I'm so emotionally drained. We're we're at <laughs> we're at forty eight minutes, but I oh, I want to keep there. on going because. Why not? It's 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 our it's your thing, so we can do it. Like, hey, well, what do we? Do you want to talk about? Um, um, let's educate people a bit. Do you want to go into the that Chanel monstrosity or? No. You don't want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, we're having kids. I was just um, putting on the back foot. Yeah. yeah. What have they come out with the this half, the full sapphire thing? Yeah. Is that what you're so talking about? That, that the, Chanel one. The yeah. Actually. Um, it's tran- it's transparent, um, and actually, I'm on the Time and Tide website just now. Shout out to to Time and Tide, one of okay. our uh, smaller competitors, and uh, they they say transparency is almost always a good thing. <laughs> the first line. Right. That's the first line of the. Oh, really. The first line. Yeah. Okay. Then. And uh, I don't want to say that. People who write this don't know anything about watches. However, do you want to do you want to tell people a little bit about? No, well, about I mean, you know, it's, it's a quite a it's quite a been quite a quite a um, heavily populated bandwagon, so to speak, because um, okay, a bunch of watches have done it, obviously, and I, I thought sort of thought when I was trying to sell them the RM, the Richard Mille RM fifty six, the first one. Uh, and then the second one and the third one uh, versions. Um, and then I started to see the first ones come back across my bench or in, into the boutique to be sent for stuff. Um, it's just something that doesn't, I mean, okay. Maybe the people buying them aren't really worried about the service costs and the, the periodic cleaning and servicing and stuff, but it's just not something that really appealed to me because of the, they just don't, there's certain things that don't age well. And okay, a watch is going to get dirty anyway. Um, inside and out if it's not cleaned really regularly and some people don't do that and um but you know it's not just the the, the, the rm it's the, it's the ferrari one the hublot one the this the that they, everyone tried it and it seemed to be just such a thing for 10 years every year someone would come out and they still are obviously <laughs> they're bringing them out i mean I, I thought we'd sort of you know i thought that was we'd done that ship had sailed but um, it's like we talked about the other day, marketing people saying, "Oh, hey, oh, this is a brilliant idea. Let's do a, <laughs> let's do a new sapphire watch." And no one's done a whole the whole bracelet, which to me is even worse, is because as I mentioned before, I had a watch that looked very similar to that I bought in Italy on holiday, 
it was basically a, if you can imagine, I probably have it here somewhere in one of my drawers, I need to find it. Um, a, uh, an Aerolic sub, uh, the Kermit, okay? You look at it, you got a Kermit, black dial, green bezel, and everything else was plastic. You know, it was clear plastic. <laughs> and I bought one of these in Italy. It was for a souvenir. I was down there. This is years ago. It looked quite a cool. I forget the brand. Because um, I, I have a really – I think about those, as you know, the Kermit's probably the only Rolex or the, my favorite vintage Rolex. And this one was exactly the same thing. And it was just based you – know, the same dimensions, everything. The case was a subcase. Everything is just – it was all in, in, in really in clear um, polycarbonate, I think it was. And so it was looked pretty cool. For the first week, looked pretty cool for the first month, looked pretty cool for the first year. Um, but then these the steel pins with so the was all in plastic, for want of a better word. And the pins started wearing, um, and you know just pins rubbing on anything, anything that's kind of relatively hard. They either had had to have inserts of steel within the polycarbonate or within a sapphire you probably do as well i'm not sure but in any case there's going to be bits of steel that you know it's, it creates this steel dust powder which mixes up with sweat and grease and everything else and sort of and it just really looks bad <laughs> and any dirt or exterior sort of stuff arm cheese is some gross watchmakers call it <laughs> um it, you know, it, it cannot. It's not a good look, and it, it really accentuates and magnifies this 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 dirtiness. So I, I'm not a fan, to be honest. Um, and I don't know how. Well, okay, time will tell. They might have found some system or some cleaning system or whatever. You no, can clean it. You, 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 <laughs> no, you can't. They might have you found that cleaning system, but they've not they've not found a, a way to make this that that doesn't. Kind of age it horribly over over time. Mm -hmm. I guess yeah. the, the good thing I see here is it's limited to twelve pieces. That's a great but thing. <laughs> the way I think about these kind of watches, and I, like you say, there've been so many different brands that have yeah. been trying to do it. It's almost like somebody releases a film. Mm -hmm. The film is the film is shit. It really sucks. And they think, <laughs> okay, that that film's terrible. And then a lot like they do with all the superhero movies now, that somebody's just made a reboot of it. Someone else comes along and they're like, oh, God, that first film really sucked. But maybe if we did a remake and just, I don't know, change something slightly or let's do the whole thing in, uh, in Sapphire now or whatever. And then that sucks. And then a year from after that, someone else just does the same thing the all over again. sucks. Mm -hmm. and, like when are these people gonna gonna learn it just it's there's a lack of you know what it is it's because people who are coming up with these ideas don't actually know anything about watches they don't have any history of watches they that's don't the case. they don't yeah. understand they don't they can't look back it, it reminds me of being at school and there was three years in a row that we went on a school trip and mm -hmm. It was the same place every year. And our teacher from the year that we had at that time didn't ask the teacher from the year before where the last year went on the mm -hmm. school trip. So they came out and they handed out something and we went, oh, sorry, miss, we went there last year. Oh, I should have asked the missus what's her face. <laughs> oh, well, it's it's all booked in now. Too bad. It's like if, if you don't know the kind of history, you're failed to repeat it, all that kind of bullshit. It's, it mm -hmm. just, it's, it stinks yeah, 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 of that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they'll, 
they'll never get this stuff right. And I guess for the 12 that are going to put out there, they can handle having 12 angry customers or the fact it's it's 626,000 US dollars. So probably the people aren't going to be wearing it that much in the first place. But just there's other avenues that you can explore and watchmaking that are going to be far more exciting and, and worthwhile yes. exploring rather than this crap, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the reason, and the thing that it's six hundred and twenty thousand—that's why the people are buying them because I want to show off or to to prove they can buy it. But um, yeah, it, it's yeah, I mean, I, I know. it's what you've said, everything you just said. It's um, and there's, I remember counting them up once. Is that there's ten or there's twelve brands that have done this. You know, I forget who they all are. I can't think. I can think of my Dublin, RM, Chanel, Moza. Um, there's a couple of others, but. Oh, that 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 uh, F4N thing, whatever it was. There's a whole bunch, and and if really, if you look, if you dig, there's probably a dozen brands that have done it, and none of them have been, you know, any better looking than. <laughs> I kind of think, okay, I, I'm a bit biased. Maybe I think the RM56 was pretty good, and it, because it was the movement, especially in the second one and the third one, they were pretty brilliant. Um, or the way they, you know, the movement was held in the case and everything else. But even that. You know, for, for a million dollar watch plus one and a half, whatever it was, it still still went bad. Uh, it still looked dirty. Um, you still had this film inside the case, the whole case, which ended up giving it a yellowish tinge. And I think that's why they come out with the blue sapphire and the reds and pinks and stuff later on, because uh, clear sapphire just does not lend itself to being a case of a watch with this little mechanism inside, which, um, you know, just gets dirty. You know what it's like. Basically, even it doesn't matter if you have half a million dollars, a million dollars, two million dollars, a billion dollars to spend on a watch, Mm. you still have a dirty wrist. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You still have stuff that's going to get all gunked up in it. Your wrist cheese you were talking about. No matter how many times you'd have a shower per day or whatever, it's yeah, it's it's not the sort of thing which is made to exist. Uh, It shouldn't. I mean, it's yeah, uh, and it's. You can't buy a good taste, obviously, um, and that's what I, I think. These the poor people wearing them. The, at the end of the day, and it's going to be great for the first six months, but you want to try and flip it because it's just it's just going to get worse and worse. And and the the service charges and everything just to clean the thing, um, it's it's yeah, it's kind of pretty bad. I don't know. I not a fan. Okay, I've said that. Um, what else? Yeah, it's, I thought it's, I thought I was going to hit it with some positivity, and instead I just went on another big, another big bloody tirade about <laughs> something was shit. So to, to recap this episode, Rob is a great son. The uh, yeah, the, the, the world is crumbling. The watch industry is over, and Sapphire watches are a pile of shit. We're all gonna die. To, to end on a positive note. What are we at now? We're like a 58 minutes. Okay, we'll really cram cram this out. I'll hit out with some just slightly more negative stuff straight away, get that out of the way. Yes, so in terms of new releases, Breggy have got some stuff coming out. No, no one cares. No one's going to buy it anyway. It's the same no. same kind of stuff as, as always. However, Hamilton Pulsar. Mm-hmm. Go, go, go for it, Rob. What do you think about the Hamilton Pulsar? It's really cool. Just in, it's in under 40 minutes. <laughs> oh sorry no i'll stop right there because i can't do it under 40 minutes no no um that's good i like it anything with anything with led you really, it's so funky it's so old and and, and passy as a, as a as a technology that we should be embracing it um yeah i, I really like it i don't know what, what the price on those sort of things well still it's still more um 
modern and mechanical, even though it's yeah, it's yeah, of course it's, ter- yeah, yeah, it's yeah, terribly yeah. dated. The style of it, I love how they brought back. This is yeah, it's Hamilton originally Pulsar. We had a chat beforehand about yeah, there was lots of different brands that that made the that kind of type of watch, but with the Pulsar yeah. technology in it. Um, okay. They are. Uh, $995 for the PVD gold model which I can imagine the PVD would come off in the blink of an eye it's limited edition 1,970 pieces stainless steel non-limited this is the one okay here we go non-limited stainless steel $745 mm, yeah. yeah 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 um, <laughs> yeah it's good uh, I like it uh, but I, again if I'm going to have that sort of technology and that new technology, as you say, I'd want something a bit more funky. It's kind of yeah, it's reminiscent. Not funky of a, enough. No, no, you want something with the the hooded one, so that the LEDs facing you. Um, like okay, the LGP, yeah. The Boulevard they did it, didn't they? Um, recently, it was a relatively cheap one. So more kind of automotive looking. You're talking about. Yeah, yeah, or more um, just um, something a bit different. Um. It's hard to explain, really, but that 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 GP. If you look at the GP, on, and I'm pretty sure it was a Boulevard that did one not long ago, even year last year, the year before at Basel, Basel they bought out one, which I thought was really cool. Hamilton, I mean, yeah, it, it's nice, but it's, it's non-limited. I mean, even the limited, it's not limited, really, kind of. Um, yeah, I like them. That was cool. that was the last show we did, the limited edition show. We can't get back into another <laughs> round. Come on, we're trying to finish finishing a positive. Yep. I think for seven, okay. 745 bucks, it's pretty no, cool. It's, it's, it's pretty different. It's pretty um, different. Yeah. I've always I, been. The problem is I can't bang on about watches with technology. This because I've been. I've I've said all my life that you know a quartz watch eventually you'll be being it binning it, um, because you know there's a there's chip and stuff and all that. It's kind of redundant eventually, and a, and a and a proper man. I mean a, a proper mechanical watch. You know a competent watch maker will always be able to fix it for the next 300 years. Um, but you know, if you want to buy a quartz watch, well, this is this is the one to buy. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think my only issue with it being a reissue is the whole thing where you have to push the button to get the light to come on. Surely, yeah. in the amount of time that's passed since the original one came out, with battery technology, the fact we've got mm. Teslas and all kinds of crazy shit. True. Surely they're they must have got to a stage where they could have something where you. It could just be on all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on, a two, on a two-year battery, whether it be the mm. actual proper kind of LED or some kind of yeah, some yeah, kind it would of be technology. I'm sure there's see. probably somebody out there that does it. On a, be interesting on a to see. Car. It would be interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be, be interesting, interesting to see? It would be interesting to see the drain uh, from tech, yeah. from watchmaker's point of view on 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 a battery with these these movements with that LED uh, on on. 24 hours a day, whether it would be a much, much bigger, I mean, obviously it's going to be a bigger drain on the battery, but as you say, they should be able to get better batteries, but then it's a whole new can of worms developing a new battery, isn't it, rather than just right. a watch. Right. So, yeah, okay, and generally positive, yeah, I like it. Yeah, okay, yep. super positive. Give us someone to go follow on Instagram, Rob. I would suggest, what have I got for Instagram? Monochrome, monochrome watches. Well, aren't they our competition? Okay, it's not that big. No, Frank's a good guy. He's the guy that owns it. I, I knew Frank before he went full time on this, this, uh, this blog and his site. He used to be a city planner or something, right? And he was doing it on the side that this basically this this watch blog, 
um, monochrome watches is how it's spelt. Um, and now it's his, he went a few years ago, went full time, and he's, this is what he's doing, and he's doing a great job. He has some really cool, cool photos. I catch up every year. I catch up with him every year at Baza World, except this year. Yeah. Um, good guy, and yeah, has some just nice photos, and you can get in touch with him. He's quite accessible. So he'll uh, always respond to you. So I'm going to go for monochrome watches today. Okay, everyone, go follow Frank. I'm go going Frank. for a chap called Brian, who is gamer without a pause. Oh, hello, Brian. Yeah, okay. You know Brian? Yeah, he was at oh, your he was at your yeah. thing. I think he bought one of my straps. A good guy. Did, he did. He did. <laughs> uh, did you see the cool uh, bracelet he had on his Speedmaster? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I really love. It's a Forstner brand, so it's like the mm-hmm. old yep. Speedmaster bracelet that NASA used when he went to the moon. It's really, yep. I really, really like it. He's got one mm-hmm. of those speedy. He's also going to be doing a review if I can keep on poking at him on his <laughs> Railmaster for the site. Ah uh, yes, just a really he's got just so many really nice guys. Yeah, in, yeah, he's a good guy. In, Brian in, but, our, in our community, um, the, it really helps. Yeah, so, yeah, it does help. Uh, no, I was going to say it really helps uh, dickheads like us stand out more when there's mm. so many total sweethearts out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, we're hopeless, so we're not like them. But um, you always have all these local guys that you know. I don't. There's no one over here that I want to, apart from Chris Essery. Um, oops. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing how the coronavirus has taken over the Chris Essery. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris it's Essery's hard. at home, like, come on, the coronavirus. People have almost forgotten about me. Exactly, but I'll remind them. But this is next level coronavirus. But yeah, you, you. I mean, I, I guess it's probably because of the time I spent over there as well, and different guys who I met over there. You have a lot of local guys. I don't really have much local love. I mean, I mean, I like. There's plenty of guys I like, but I don't. Watches, um, wheels, wheels and watches. Yeah, yeah, Dirk. I've already mentioned him. Go follow him if you don't. Wheels and watches. <laughs> um, he'll be happy that we got another plug for him in on this one. I have two there for me. Yeah. <laughs> The one person you know Paris mentioned twice. Exactly. Excellent. No, just in, in, in as an anecdote, Frank um, on monochrome watches has uh, has a little dinner every Basel world, and it's a you can't get invited, so don't even try. But I, I'm there every year. Um, it's called the Schnitzel dinner, and we go to a Schnitzel restaurant in Basel, not far from a hidden location, not far from the fair, and it's all these independent watchmakers and a couple of bloggers and guys like me, just sort of hanger oners that have been there for years and years, and he organizes this thing um and it's a great it's just one of those one of those little sort of unofficial casual get togethers we have every year at Basel world and he probably wouldn't be happy with me mentioning that now we get a lot of requests but um it's brilliant it's, it's the sort of thing where he's done a lot he's supported the independent watchmakers a lot which as you know I, I try and support as well and i have a lot of time for and that's my main thing indies um yeah but he's in you know apart from that he has Great photos and great articles, so don't follow him. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> okay. Go and follow Rob, Geneva underscore blue, on Instagram. Go and check no, out No, sorry. His... Geneva underscore blue underscore. That, isn't right. that what I said? No, you didn't say the last time. So the I dopey shouldn't... person that did my, did my account, she stuffed up, and that's what I'm stuck with, so... <laughs> Geneva underscore blue underscore. I shouldn't mix gin and and whiskey, it seems. No. Um, no. Go and check out his YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He has got something that just 
dropped. That's what he said before we came on. He's like, I have a video. It dropped yeah. last night. It took him about eight hours to upload a 20-minute video through the crap internet of Perth, Australia. So no, please that's because make... everyone's watching Netflix because everyone's stuck at home and not working and not going out. So that's yeah. why. <laughs> go, go check out his YouTube video. What's your latest YouTube video called, Rob? Uh, number 15. <laughs> Is that what it's actually called? Jesus Christ. I'm just naming them. Look, it's just rubbish. It's just going on and on. I forget what it's about even. Um, I did mention I was talking a little bit about this uh, this Royal Oak in front of me here. Uh, and I actually have videos of the, the stretch in the in the, in the bracelet. I got it. Okay, I'm going to watch it after this. You better go and watch it. After yeah, of course I'm going to go and watch that afterwards. Go and check out his YouTube videos. Just like it. Out. I mean, watch it. Like and subscribe. Like, subscribe, yeah. comment, um, all that kind of stuff. Go and buy his um, Daytona from his website at yes. 800% over retail. <laughs> like, don't shoot the messenger. Bring it out there, okay? I got Please the... come. Please come and review your wonderful watches on our uh, website, fishwrist.com. Subscribe, like all that crap on our podcasts. Buy a strap requests, off me. Buy, buy a strap like uh, no, 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 that's it. No, nah, you've, oh, you've, you've had too many plugs. <laughs> too many plugs. Okay. I just um, drink more whiskey. Yeah, drink more whiskey. Yeah. Do all the kind of regular stuff. Thanks for all the support, guys. We really appreciate it. Awesome. And I've come up with something. You know, you said you wanted some a sign-off thing. Like Maybe depends. What is like it? The, like the like defining time's got stay on time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's time-related, though. So right. I feel a bit... But I cool. like I like take your time. Take your time. Well, because they've got to listen to us. They've got to take their time anyway. They've got to take their time. I always tell people when people when I ask people to review on the website and they say, what's the what's the, the time scale? What's the deadline? And I always say, right. you obviously don't understand how we do things here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be taking the time to put it up. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like there's none of that. And I always say, take your time. And also the idea of enthusiasts taking our time as in we t- we're taking control of the the watch industry back that's that that's True. the idea behind it. what do you I think like do you think it's it. too I like deep your way of thinking yeah no it's deep but in a in a shallow sort of way okay so <laughs> i like it give, so but give, us the, t- give us the sign off rob you can you that's can how you deliver it you got to say and just take your time that's okay? garbage no. uh, something like that well, something no, like no. i'm gonna we'll do it you're sacked okay guys tune in next time take your time thanks Yeah, that too. 5th Wrist is by the community for the community. We would love you to join the crew via our group chat on Slack. Email us at contact at fifthwrist.com and join the movement.